Good morning. Grace and peace to everyone. Again, it is my joy to come to your homes through video. Let us now join our hearts together in worshiping the Lord through songs. Arise and put your armor on Hear the call of Christ our Captain For now the weak can say that they are strong In the strength that God has given With shield of faith and belt of truth We'll stand against the devil's light
This month is our Mission Festival month. Last week, we heard the challenge from Kobok Su regarding finishing the mission. Have you ever been overwhelmed by the thought of the immensity of the task mandated by our Lord Jesus to His church, to you and to me, to preach the gospel to all nations? In my 21 years of pastoring, I met lots of believers who felt like they simply do not have what it takes they say they would do great things for God if they just had more money, more time, more energy, or more people to help them. The mistake such people make is that they're focusing on what they don't have when the Lord wants them to realize what they do have by simply Shifting our focus, uh, we can trade in our frustration and receive a light filled with miracles and abundance instead. Today's sermon is entitled, What is that in your hand? Before I continue, shall we come to the Lord in prayer? Gracious and Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you again for the privilege of worship that we humans could come and enter your presence. Again, we enter your presence not by our own righteousness, but only through our Lord Jesus Christ. And as we come, Lord, and study your word, we pray that you be the one, God, O Holy Spirit, to instruct us, to uh, challenge us, to encourage us, to inspire us. Lord, you know I cannot. That's why I ask you, God, Holy Spirit, to make me as your mouthpiece, to speak to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Now let us look at God's incredible question to Moses in Exodus chapter 4. To those who are not familiar with the story, let me briefly give the background in Exodus chapter 3. God's people, the Israelites have been in bondage in Egypt for 400 years. And the Lord has heard the cry of his people. God appeared to Moses in a burning bush. God has called Moses to deliver God's people out of their misery and out of bondage. Moses gave many excuses. So too today, just like Moses, many Christians have their own excuses not to heed to God's calling and obeying the Great Commission. Number one, I want us to uh, observe the staff in the hand of Moses. In Exodus chapter 4 verse 1, Moses answered, What if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, The Lord did not appear to you? 
In verse 2, then the Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? A staff, he answered. See, when the Lord asked the question, the only thing in Moses' hand was a crude shepherd's rod. It wasn't much. It's just a piece of wood, an inanimate object, a tool of Moses' trade. God was commissioning him for the daunting task of delivering over 2 million Israelites from slavery in Egypt. And all Moses had in his hand was the wooden staff. Well, it's the same staff he used for 40 years to tend his flocks of sheep. Do you see how powerful this message is for you and for me? Like Moses, I mean, we're being called to do great things, supernatural things, things much bigger than we could ever accomplish on our own strength. Just like the staff in Moses' hand, God too can manifest his greatness if we let God use those things in our hands. Yes, too often we think our problems, uh, you know, our problem is, is we lack some important ingredient or resources needed to reach the world for Christ. If only I have that, if only I have this, we complain. But notice that God wasn't asking Moses to give him something he didn't have. Instead, he asked Moses, as he's asking us today, what is in your hand? Moses had been carrying around that ordinary piece of wood for many years. And nothing significant had happened as a result. But after Moses uh, surrendered uh, the wooden staff to the Lord, it amazingly became the rod of God instead of merely the rod of Moses. Read it in Exodus chapter 4, verse 20. He, you know, no longer a, a, a mere piece of wood. This staff enabled Moses to part the Red Sea. <laughs> this staff enabled Moses to bring water out of the rock and this staff enabled Moses to defeat enemy armies. What is that in your hand, dear brothers and sisters? Is it influence? Is it possession? Is it time? Or is it money? Or some kind of special God-given ability. If you're honest, the thing in your hand probably, you know, seems uh, totally inadequate to meet the needs around you. However, 
you'll be amazed by what uh, can be, you know, what can happen when you surrender it to God and obey Him. God wanted us to feel. God wanted us to feel the mission. God wanted us to fill the mission and God wanted us to fulfill the mission. Our God-given mandate to go and make disciples of all nations. That is why this month is NMEX Mission Month. So we will be challenged to involve ourselves in the area of missions. Hudson Taylor once said, the Great Commission uh, is not an option to be considered. It is a command to be obeyed. See, to the staff in Moses' hand, God gave them security. Perhaps you are saying right now, I do not have much to make a difference in finishing the Great Commission. I am not that eloquent to speak for Jesus Christ. Well, I want you to remember the staff in the hand of Moses. And with it, God gave them security. Number two, again, let us look at uh, another story in the Bible. The single served meal in the hand of the widow. In 1 Kings chapter 17. Again, let me give the background. The word of the Lord came to Elijah. He said to Elijah, Go at once to Zarephath and stay there. I have commanded a widow in that place to supply you with food. So he went to Zarephath. When he came uh, to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks so he called to her and asked would you bring me a little water so you know i'm thirsty uh, that i can have a drink and as she was going to get it he called again he said bring me please a piece of bread as surely as the lord your god lives she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. I'm gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and for my son that we may eat it and die. Oh, what a sad story. <laughs> now let us see that through the staff in Moses' hand, God gave them security. And here, through the single-served meal in the hand of the widow, God gave them sustenance. In a time of famine, in a time of great need, God challenges us 
It was Amy Carmichael, missionary to India, who said, You can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. What is that in your hand? <laughs> the single served meal in the hand of the widow. God was able to give them sustenance. See, as we remember missionaries, uh, both local and foreign, I mean, God is calling you right now. He's calling our church. And He's asking you the same question He asked Moses. He's asking you the same question, you know, to that widow in Sarapat. What is that in your hand? Because what is that in your hand? The thing in your hand right now, if you would surrender it to God, God would take it and use it. Remember, why do we need to do this? Because everything is from Him. Through Him and for Him. Number three, let us look at another familiar story. Number three, the slingshot in the hand of David. Oh, you already know the story. Uh, there was a battle between uh, the Israelites and the Philistines. They were gathered uh, uh, in a certain place for battle. And for 40 days, uh, there's this giant Goliath about 10 feet tall. Every day for 40 days, he would just go out and challenge anyone from the camp of the Israelites. He would go out and taunt them. He would go out and defy uh, the armies of the living God. He would insult God directly. And to make the story short, there was no battle happening. Everyone on the side of the uh, Israelite camp, they were all afraid. And David came along because his father has uh, ordered him to bring food for his brothers. And we know the story. When he got there, he asked the question, but nobody's fighting. Why is nobody fighting? And his brothers began to get angry at him. Uh, Eliab, his brother, uh, told him, And David said, Why? Is there not a cause? So David was there for a reason. And uh, let's look at those uh, brothers you know, who were, uh, how would we say, pessimistic. Now, a lot of lessons to be learned here. Don't listen to the pessimistic people. You know, as we, we know there's a, a great task ahead of us. Yeah, there's a lot of work to be done. Of course, God wanted to use us. And uh, do not listen to the nega people. If God is telling you, challenging you to do something, do it. Do it because it is for Him. Through Him. It is from Him, through Him, and for Him. Secondly, not only that. Stop trying to fit yourself in somebody else's armor. God put something in your hand 
And no matter how simple, no matter how small, no matter how insignificant, it's just like a staff, a last meal, you know, a single served meal, and this stick slinging stone in your hand. <laughs> God is able to make use of what is in your hand if you would surrender and give it to God. Remember through the staff in Moses' hand, God gave them security. Through the single served meal in the hand of the widow, God gave them sustenance. Through the slingshot in the hand of David, God gave them success. Number four, another familiar story. The small fishes and the small loaves in the hand of the lad, in the hand of the boy. In John chapter 6, we, we know the story of the feeding of the 5,000. There was, uh, you know, the Jewish Passover feast uh, was coming there. And when Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming towards him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy? I mean, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? And Philip answered, that, I mean, uh, Jesus uh, in John chapter 6 verse 6 said, excuse me, he asked this only to test him for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, eight months wages would that buy enough bread and hope for each one to have a bite. I mean, that is accurate. He was simply telling the truth, stating what he sees. Eight months' wages would not be enough. It is not enough. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy, he said, with, with five small barley loaves and two fishes. But how far will they go among so many? Now Jesus was not, <laughs> Jesus did not present the problem to his disciples for them to solve. Because Jesus already knew what he will do. Jesus presented the problem to his disciples so that the problem will remain a problem. <laughs> stop, let us stop magnifying the problem. Yes, there is a great task <laughs> ahead of us. There are a lot of things to do. There is a world out there to be reached. There is a great need both for, for, for local missions and foreign missions. Let's stop looking at what we do not have. Let us start focusing on Jesus and how he can work through what is in our hands. Those things that we are willing to surrender to him. In this story, we see that the boy did not think for a moment that the two small fishes and the five small loaves in his hands 
were his. <laughs> he saw the need. He saw the need. I believe many of us should have eyes to see the need. This boy, he saw the need and he gave what is in his hand to Jesus. Jesus took what was in the boy's hand and 5,000 were fed. 5,000. Jesus is asking you, what is in your hand? So he threw the staff in Moses' hand. God gave them security. Through the single serve meal in the hand of the widow, God gave them sustenance. Through the single, uh, uh, through the slingshot in the hand of David, God gave them success. And through the small fishes and small loaves in the hand of the boy, God gave them sufficiency and satisfaction. You see, a while ago, the disciples were pointing out about the big problem. Eight months wages won't be enough for everyone to have a bite. But after the boy gave what he has to Lord Jesus Christ and Jesus took it, we know the story. Everyone was filled. The Bible tells us everyone was not only fed, they were filled. There was uh, satisfaction. Not only when, when the boy gave his, uh, uh, what do you call this, baon. No, when he, he gave his two small fish and five loaves. Everyone was satisfied. Everyone. There was sufficiency. There was sufficiency. And I believe we too. God is challenging us our church, God is challenging every family, every individual. Now, how will we apply the things that we have heard? Simple things. Number one, be aware of what you have. Be aware of what you have. Number two, Be appreciative of what you have. Be aware. Number two, be appreciative. Number three, be accountable. Be accountable, accountable of what you have. Why? Why? Because everything is from Him. Everything is through Him and for Him. I challenge you today to involve yourselves. To involve yourself in missions. Both local and foreign missions. How? Probably you're asking how. See, if God calls you to be a missionary, to become a pastor, to become a full-time church worker. 
Say yes, Lord. Say yes. Do not worry. For that thing in your head, no matter how small and significant it is, God can take it and give you, give you security. Sustenance. Success. Sufficiency and satisfaction. Now, if, you know, perhaps, you know, not everyone is called to become a local foreign missionary. Perhaps God is calling you to involve yourself in praying for missionaries. See, we are uh, supporting um, numbers of missionaries, both local and foreign. In our local, uh, local missionaries, we have in Zambales, we have three missionary pastors, Pastor Rey de los Reyes, uh, Pastor Benjo Salazar, and Pastor Raymond Afable. Uh, let us also pray for our uh, missions endeavor in Northern Samar. And in the very near future, uh, we will be sending a missionary pastor by the name of Pastor Richard Espinosa and our Sunday school teacher, uh, uh, Sister Sally Mongaya. We will be sending both of them uh, to do mission work, to start mission work, to start a church there in Northern Summer. Later, we'll be showing you a video uh, at the end of the message, we'll be showing you a short clip of uh, what is there in Northern Summer. So I challenge you to, to uh, if God calls you to be a missionary, be a missionary. Involve yourself in praying for uh, missionaries, you know, and uh, involve yourself also uh, in giving to the missionary program of NMEC. Come, let us support, you know, uh, and make missions program uh, and uh, of course not only that we are supporting local missionaries we have foreign missionaries in a number of uh, countries we are also supporting uh, seminarians we are also some uh, supporting uh, para churches you know all uh, uh, to fulfill you know the great commission and most of all, involve yourself in the missionary endeavor of our church. Whether it is just like the song, across the street or around the world, the mission is still the same. Proclaim the truth and, uh, and live the truth in Jesus' name.